If you have your Bible tonight, um, um, we're, we're in this series called Foundation. Can you say Foundation? And uh, if you were here Sunday, boy, we had a good time. I'm telling you, I've never, I, I broke part of my shoe Sunday, honey, you know what I'm saying? Getting up, getting down, realizing that, that, you know, you can lay down, you can stand up, you throw some seed. And I hope that this week that, that you chose to, to sow some seed in your life, that the Word of God is, is going to grow because it, it needs to be active. And, and this Sunday, I am more than ever excited about what God's going to do in our lives. Don't miss this Sunday. And the next Wednesday, a uh, great friend, Josh, Josh Carter, is going to be here. And we're encouraging the whole church to come out. They have uh, tickets. If you want to buy a ticket for your family to eat, it's uh, there's a family of four is like 20, a family of 12 is like 20, a family of two is like 10. It's like $5 a ticket. I think they're serving spaghetti and different things. Helps our students go to fine arts. But we just want to make it easy so that you get out on a Wednesday night and you have a little bit of community time and sit around a table and, and get to know each other a little bit better. The Bible says that Acts chapter 2, verse 42, that when they broke bread, they were in, they were in community. And that's what we get to do together. And then we get to hear a, a phenomenal preacher. He's going to preach the paint off the walls. We're going to bring in our students because we want them to experience. We've got to go deeper. How many want to go deeper? Come on, I want to go deeper. Your pastor has targeted five Wednesday nights this year, uh, about every other month that we want to bring in somebody that, that has a word for this house. In the month of November, I have a close friend that's already said he's coming from Australia. You know, you got this little Australian that's going to come in and, and, and you're going to love him. It's, it's amazing. All right, let's jump into the word. Um, foundation is that, is that load-bearing part that holds up the building. And, and if we're, we're taking notes... Um, it's in the church app. It's not in the version app. But uh, the main idea is God's plan. Say this with me. Say, God's plan for my life requires faith on my part. That means you have to do something about it. It's the faith that's in you that's expressed. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. And, and when we think about it, we have to realize that God wants us to, God wants us to grow. And God wants us to, to, to grow and flourish in this, in this life of faith. And, and that's the foundation. The foundation this year that we lay is a, is a foundation of faith. And we learned Sunday that, that that foundation is his word. Because when his word is sown in our life, it grows. And it's not just for me. It's for the people around me that, that can stand on that foundation. And they can find hope. And they can find peace. And they can find the assurance that's what? found in God's word. It's found in, in what he has said to us. On Wednesdays, we're looking at this, this passage of scripture in Isaiah, uh, Isaiah chapter 54, verse 2. It's the time of, in, in Israel's history that they are leaving Babylon. They're leaving exile. And, and the prophet Isaiah gives this word to them and says, enlarge the place of your tent. And the reason why he says to enlarge the place of their tent because they're, they're coming out of a place of shame. They're coming out of a place of barrenness. They're coming out of a place where, where they, have been, they have been pushed down, beat down, and, and lived in exile as slaves their entire lives. And, and God was telling them they were going to have brand new babies. God was telling them that they were going to flourish. God was telling them that they were, they were going to grow. How many want to have a baby? Boy, no, oh, there's like, oh, yeah, they're in the back. Yeah, I see Amber. Her husband's like, no way. I'm not waving. Now she's hitting him like, not right now. You know, Donald's like, come on, let's go. Giddy up, okay? Well, I'm just kidding. Here we go. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch. If my wife was in the room, she would be like, 
bring it on. You know what I'm saying? Woo, you could get double. Hello? Okay, let's go on. Uh, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains. We talked about last, last week stretching. Everyone stretch. Come on, stretch, stretch, stretch. Just uh, stretch and make that noise. Uh, you know, doesn't that feel good a little bit sometimes? In the morning, stretching and, and all those things. I don't do any of that stuff. You know, I just get up and get going. But, but it does feel good to stretch. And your faith, when you stretch it, it grows. When your faith, when you, if you just kind of live in the place that we're comfortable. That's our default. I'm going to do what's comfortable. I'm, going to, I'm not going to stretch it. I'm, I'm not going to stretch my giving. I'm not going to stretch my worship. I'm not going to stretch my devotion. I'm going to do what? I'm going to, I'm going to put it in a place and put boundaries around it or, or borders around it that, that actually make it comfortable and easy, but not just easy, something I can do. The moment that you step out of what you can do into something that God can do, is that moment that it stretches your faith and then you start believing in the impossible. Then you start believing that God's able to do greater. Then you start seeing, not just believing, but looking for where he's moving and saying, God, where are you gonna move in this? God, what are you doing in this? And, and then he tells them, he says, lengthen the cords and strengthen your stakes. The word that God gave your pastor was that that God was this year was, was God was gonna give, give us um, green shoots. God was gonna, and what that meant was God's gonna bring some growth. Now, he tells them a couple of things. I got a big hammer, you know what I'm saying? Let's put that there and not break something. And uh, a few stakes right here, and then a rope. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because he tells them the first thing he says, I want you to lengthen the cord that is, is, is tied to your tent. Now, um, I don't know if anybody's ever put up a tent before. <laughs> uh, when I, I, I spent a year um, pastoring um, uh, about 200 students at one point in a, in a tent, outdoors, in Florida, in a parking lot, out front of this church, because the church building had mold in it, and they shut it down, and they had to do some uh, mold, whatever, remediation. And, and um, this tent was... Uh, a 60 by 40 tent. It was really, literally 2,400 square feet. It was outside of this building, and, and it, was, it had these stakes that, that were driven in. And, then, and, and as a youth pastor there, when I, when I started working for the district, the church that I worked for there, they donated me that tent. They gave it to me because they didn't want anything to do with it. They threw it outside the building because they used it for a year, and they're like, we don't want nothing to do with that thing. You know why? Because in Florida... In that tent, in the midst of winter, it's cold. Because people in Florida don't like it when it gets below 60. You know what I'm saying? We, we hunker down when it gets below 60. Now when it rains, I'm telling you one time it rained in the middle of a service. And I, 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 I had a friend that would sit inside the church and watch the news and, and watch the storm come through. And, and, and we had like this, this stage that was built and we took um, three... Um, well, we took power out of the building and ran it on the ground with these big cables and put wood over it and ran it to the pole and ran it up the pole and had these big circuits that were on this box that were tied in. And we took a bar and hung it between the two bars that were in the tent. We hung all these theater lights in there and had this like amazing experience in a tent. I thought that tent was a sick joke. And, and the night that it rained and the rain starts raining, we had 150 kids in this tent. They were 
jam from the front all the way around it. It starts raining, and I'm like, okay, move closer. Move closer to me. You know, pick up your chair and move closer. You know, you got a bunch of middle school kids and high school kids. I'm like, get closer, get closer. They get closer and get closer, and, and it starts raining, and then I start looking, and we're on the downward slope of this uh, parking lot, so the water starts gathering. And I'm looking around, and the first thing I see is the electrical box, and I'm like, Oh, thank God, it's just elevated, just enough. You know what I'm saying? The plugs are up high. We're okay in this thing. And, and it starts, I'm like, move, move, move. And, and then it starts puddling, and, and these kids start splashing around in the puddle. I'm like, okay, and I'm preaching, and I'm watching all this happen and unfold, and that's the moment that the lightning hit. Now, if you've ever been in a tent before, there's two metal posts that stick up out of the ground, and they're like lightning rods in the middle of the thing, and, and lightning hit on the property. It didn't hit the tent, thank God, because 150 of us would have been fried. I mean, literally. But it hit on the property, and I remember that day yelling, run! You know, get out of the building. Get out, get out of the building, you know. And they ran. And I remember sitting there on that stage by myself with one other guy, picking up stuff, moving stuff around, and it pouring rain and everything, and telling God it was a sick joke, and telling God that this is what, what, what I wasn't called for, and, and just belly aching over everything, and God told me, he said, son, stop trying to make it happen, and let my spirit flow, and let me move, stop trying to create something with your own wisdom, and he got a hold of my heart, and I remember the very next week, us holding a service and watching parents walk towards the tent, and as they walked across the property and got towards the tent when they got close, it was like they walked into a cloud or something because parents started weeping when they got close to the tent. I remember kids laying down on this dirty asphalt, speaking in tongues, calling out to God, and watching God show up in their hearts and their lives. And it was a tent. We took that tent, and that tent, what held up that tent was these stakes, and they weren't like this. They were these big rods that were beat down into the ground. The reason why I know they were beat down in the ground because we took that tent to Miami and in South Miami we did an outreach and, and the ground down there is super hard and there's a, lot of, there's a lot of rock and coral and different things in this one area that we were in. It was in a migrant camp and we sat there just banging away at these huge poles to set up this tent. Now, a tent, you drive a stake into the ground and you tie something to it and it holds. A tent is just it's just something that's, that's freestanding. It's something that's just there. See, the purpose of, of the cord and the stake is to keep the freestanding tent from blowing away. The whole reason why Isaiah told him is lengthen the cord because you need to make the tent bigger and strengthen the stake is because the storm was coming. You can't predict the storm. You can't understand the size of the storm. But what you can do is prepare yourself for the storm. And he tells them to, to do what? He tells them to lengthen, lengthen that rope. And because of lengthening the rope, that's what would determine the strength of the tent. See, the, the simple truth is this. Whatever you tie your faith to and stake your life to, that'll determine the, the strength of your life. If you want to make it through the storm, ask yourself, what am I tied to? And what am I staked out to? Am I tying myself to something that can blow away? Or am I tying myself to, to something that can never move? Am I tying myself to eternity? Or am I tying myself to an idea? 
If I tie myself to an idea, ideas change. But if I tie myself to the truth, the truth is going to set me free. The truth is going to see me through. So he tells him to lengthen the cords. And, and we took that tent after Miami, and we took it and put it up in a field in, in uh, Lake Wales at this camp. And we put it in this field, and the ground was soft. I didn't know. I had no clue that I, we put the same rods in. I'm like, boy, this ground's a whole lot easier. We put that ground and them things down, put that tent down. And the very next day, a storm came through that night. The very next day, half the tent had ripped up on one side and was laying over, and all this water was everywhere. And I was like, I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, it was just like a little tiny rainstorm. Wind started blowing. You know what happened? What we were tied to was not sturdy. What we were tied to couldn't hold it in place. See, whatever you tie your life to, you're freestanding. Some of us tie our lives to our finances. Guess what? Those things can fade. Some of us tie our lives to a relationship. Guess what? Those things can change. Some of us tie our lives to, to our health. I am a picture of health. Until you go to the doctor. <laughs> Come on, you can laugh at that one. Come on now. Because they all have a reason why you need to go on that Mediterranean diet. And you're like, I ain't doing that. I don't believe in that. Why? Because I like comfort food. Anybody like comfort food? Come on, clap if you like comfort food. Come on now. I just feel like eating some fried chicken every all the time. So, see, I understand this. Whatever we tie ourselves to. Jake, come here. here or just stand right there, all right? Here, here. I want, to, I want you to tie this around your waist, all right? Here you go. Can you, can you tie a knot? Are you okay with that? You okay? That's one way to do it. You might want to tie it a little bit. There you go. Uh, yeah, all right, there. Wrap that way. There you go. Oh, okay, there you go. All right, now. Now, now understand this. Um, am I pulling? Can you pull? Okay, I'm not going to hurt you, am I? No, don't move, okay? Stand right there, all right? Don't move, okay? Because I'm going to tie myself to you, all right? And when I tie myself to, to a person, guess what? Now, 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 now I'm going to stay here. You go over there, okay? Go wherever you want, all right? Yeah, just walk wherever you want, okay? <laughs> See, the problem with the rope is, yeah, he pulled me off the stage. Problem with the rope is wherever, here, come back this way, okay? Because we're getting out of the camera view. Um, whenever we tie ourselves to, let me, let me illustrate this for you in a simple way. Um, you guys in the media, do you have that video? Maybe you've seen this movie before. Here, sit right here, Jay. Um, watch this real quick. trained in the metallurgic arts before straightened circumstances forced you into life aimless wanderers. Can't I count on you people? Sorry, Everett. Well, all right. If we take off through that bayou, then... Wait a minute. Who elected you leader of this outfit? 
Well, Pete, I figured it should be the one with the capacity for abstract thought, but if that ain't the consensus view, let's put her to a vote. Suits me. I'm voting for yours truly. Well, I'm voting for yours truly, too. Okay. I'm with you fellas. Oh, isn't that good? Come on now. All right, so, so, so here's how it works when it comes to our faith. Whatever we tie ourselves to, whoever you tie yourself to, that's where it's going to drag you. There are people in this world that are going to drag you places you never, ever imagined if you choose to tie your faith to a person. If you choose to tie your faith to an experience, my faith is in my experience, then that experience is not something you can stake your life to. That experience is something that you had that if you continue to chase it, guess what? That experience is gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be chasing after it and you're gonna, that whatever it is, it's not gonna be something you can tie yourself to because it'll change. And it's not just your faith. It's not, I mean, it's not just the experience. And it's not just the people that are around you. If you tie yourself to a building or to a, an, an organization, so to speak, some people are like, I tie myself to what they consider a church, but it's not really a church because everyone knows that, that people are the church, right? Everyone knows that the reason why we gather in a building like this is because we believe that when we gather, he shows up. But if we tie ourselves to a church at times, sometimes, I, I mean, I meet people all the time, they're like, we don't know, Pastor, that church hurt me. We tie ourselves to a, to a church, and when a church makes a decision, a church goes through the things, that church can do what? Church can take you places you never dreamed of going. The church can, can, can cause you pain, and then, and then what do you do? You drop it all. And that's the tension that sometimes we walk through when we tie ourselves to people and we tie ourselves to experiences and we tie ourselves to buildings that we let go of everything because we fail to remember there's only one thing that you should tie yourself to and that's to his word. Did you hear that? If we tie ourselves to his word, if we tie ourselves, I am gonna tie myself to the Lord Jesus Christ and wherever he takes me, guess what? Giddy up, I'm going. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, because he's not gonna leave me alone, and his word's not gonna leave me down. I'm gonna make it. How many gonna make it today? Come on, how many gonna make it today? So give it up for my two amigas that just really, you know, tied themselves and, 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 and understood. Now, now, here's the thing, you gotta, the storm comes. When the, yeah, when the storm comes in your life, and the storm is gonna come in your life, you are guaranteed in life several things. They say you're guaranteed taxes and a couple other things, hello? It's that time of year, come on now. But the other thing that you're guaranteed is that, that there will be a storm that comes to your life and it's gonna look like a lot of different things. It's like Hurricane Irma that came through and I had a, a tree in my, I had like three trees in my backyard that, that were planted a few years ago and one of them still like leans like this. I'm like, man, they didn't stake that tree out too well. I'm still trying to beat that thing in the ground and pull it back straight up. It's like sideways almost. Why? Because it didn't last the winds. Our goal as a church is if you can grow your faith, if you can plant the seed in your heart and the seed in your life, and you can allow that faith to grow in your life, and you can keep sowing, keep sowing, keep sowing, 
The product is the fruit of the faith that you have. God wants you to be productive and effective in your faith, but you have to tie yourself to the right thing. God wants you to be productive and effective in your faith, but you gotta make a decision that what I stake myself to is what matters most. Well, we gotta realize that 2,000 years ago, Jesus, he drove a stake in the ground. You know what a stake's used? Yeah, a stake is used to hold something up, but a stake is used also to stake a claim. 2,000 years ago, he drove a stake in the ground and hung himself on it and said, you're mine. He said, I came for you. He said, I got a plan for you, and all I want you to do is simply believe. Simply step out and believe. Simply tie yourself to him, stake yourself out in, in him, and say, Jesus, nothing, nothing, nothing can move me. Why? Because my faith is strong and my faith is secure because my faith is in you. How many believe that? Come on now. So I just want to encourage you that, that God's got greater for you, that God's got a great plan for you. And this year, this year, in 2019, Let's change our posture a little bit. Let's posture ourselves a little in a way that we say, okay, God, what are you saying to me? What are you doing in my life? I'm tying myself to you. Guess what? When you tie yourself to him, there are people in this room that are gonna go places you've never, ever dreamed of going. Why? Because he's gonna take you. And let me encourage you, he's not gonna drag you. It's gonna be like on skis, you know what I'm saying? That rope that, that, that you get in that, that tube behind that boat, guess what? It's a joyous ride when God's at the helm. It's a joyous ride when he's taking you places you've never experienced before. For some of you, you're gonna read the Bible like you've never read it before. For some of you in this room, you're gonna pray for somebody this year and you're gonna see God do something great in their life. For some of you, you're gonna share your faith for one of the first times and, and invite someone to church and, and you're gonna watch the Holy Spirit change their lives. For some of you in this room, you're gonna, you're gonna start giving at a different level. You're gonna start saying, I am going to tithe this year. Why? Because that's what faith is. It's, it's tying myself to Jesus and realizing that, that he is the source, that he can give me way more than I can ever imagine. So when I tie myself to him and I follow what? Follow his word. I believe in his word. I stand in his word. My foundation is his word. There's no other way to please God, the Bible says, but by faith. I love the story, and I've read this at the beginning of this month where Jesus says this, and we're going to close right here. But Jesus said, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice. Everyone say practice. Practice. When, when, if, we, if we hear the word and we just listen to the word, and we don't do what the word says, then we don't practice the word. But when we hear the word, we read the word, and the word says lay hands on sick people, and the word says that, that, that you're supposed to think on certain things. Paul said in Philippians, he said, whatever's true, whatever's lovely, whatever's noble, whatever's good, whatever's pleasing, if it be of good report, think on such things. When I, when I, when I frame the way that I think on what? On his word, because that's what his word says. Guess what? I am practicing what the word says. I'm stepping out in faith and believing. It's not, okay, I wanna see it happen before it happens. It's I'm gonna step out in faith because I believe that he is the author, as Hebrews said, and the finisher of it. 
He started it. He finishes it. He puts the thing into motion. You can't stop it. Once you get faith moving in the right direction, guess what? You can't stop the outcome because that faith will shape you, mold you, and make you into what? Into the child that God has destined for you to be. And boy, I can't wait to see what God does in all our lives this year as we tie ourselves to him. How many want to see God do something great in your life? Simple truth of this message is we're only as strong is the ground that we stake ourselves to. Choose this year to stake yourself in good ground. You know something? You're good soil. I said it Sunday. You're great soil. You're the perfect place for the word to be planted and to grow. You are the soil that God chose for, for faith to be activated and for his faith to grow great things in your life. You've just got to say, God, your plan for my life simply requires me to have faith. I choose to have faith. Come on, let's pray today. Father, Lord, we know that you're great. God, we know that you're awesome. God, we know that you're able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. Lord, your word says it's according to the power that works within us. Lord, in this room, there is enough faith and there's enough power to change the entire world. Lord, there's enough faith and there's enough power, Jesus, to change a community, change a region. God, we just gotta believe. We just gotta step in and believe, Jesus. But we, as believers, choose to believe in you. Would you just close your eyes for a moment and, and if, if, if this word resonated with you tonight, I would encourage you, would you just slip up both hands and say, God, Tonight I choose to lengthen my cords. Tonight I choose to stick myself in you. If that's you, would you slip up both hands right where you're sitting? Come on, we're just going to worship him for a moment. We're going to activate our faith. This will encourage you tonight, God. It's really not about what I'm walking through, Jesus. God, it's about what I'm walking into, and I choose to walk in you. As Pastor Steve sings, I want to encourage you. Just step out in faith. Just step up in faith. Maybe stand right where you are and, and reach up towards him and forget about the people around you and allow his presence to, to shift and shape the, the situation, the, the things that are around you. Would you just take a moment and worship him tonight, Jesus? We honor you. Oh, yes, I will lift you. Thanks for watching. If you'd like to support this ministry, you can check us out at OceanwayAG.com and click the gift tab. Bless your name.